all right good evening everyone the time now is 8 18. i'm kimberly m starks accredited public relations practitioner and principal consultant of the specialist communications firm blue scorpion reputation management and let me tell you 2023 has flown by this is the last episode of the season and I'm super excited because for the last two weeks we have spotlighted those who are on our team and this special guy has always been in the room but you all have never got to see him because he's been behind the scenes doing all of the work making sure that our productions run smoothly and we're so grateful for robert green robert thank you yes yes thank you so much for having me this is uh very interesting to be back there and now be over here and do dual duty tonight so it's absolutely awesome (laughs) good good i do it all you know (laughs) you do you do do it all and we are so grateful for you thank you thank you absolutely so tonight we're giving you your your flowers you are talented and you have brought so much to our team so it's only fitting that the last episode of the season is all about you tell us what what are we talking about tonight well the power of the voice um the power of the voice now the voice is uh it can be a lot. There's a lot of intricate parts there, but it also has a lot of power. And it can be a powerful tool that's used, especially when it comes to branding. So marketing, everything. So, you know, the power of the voice is very, very strong. This is why commercials have them. This is why you have a voiceover guy in radio, television. There's always a voiceover person ready to enhance your brand. So there's a lot of power in the voice. And you don't always have to be seen. But the voice, any voice can give a brand more notoriety by just simply just recording a 30 second piece. So there's a lot of power in that. And we're just going to talk about that tonight. Okay. The yeah. power of the voice. I, I, I like that. So let's dive right in. Why are we talking about the power of the voice? Why is that of interest to you? It's of interest to me. Well, for one, because I have a passion for it and the in developing that passion it didn't just come overnight this came over years it was like a long time journey so the long time journey stems really from my family i had three uncles in radio at the same time even even my late mother went into radio for a bit so we had four members of the family that ended up going into radio and I would listen and I would go to the station with them sometimes and just watch how they did it like work the boards and all of this other stuff and then um, one of my uncles ended up doing voiceovers now he's still doing voiceovers now for this great radio station this studio that we're in right now and then 
um, I kept getting this compliment like, well, hey, yeah, you definitely have a radio voice. You definitely have a radio voice. Like, okay, um, maybe I should get some royalties for that statement because so many people have said that to me that it's not even funny anymore. Really? But you're you're an audio engineer. So how did it – so I know you're, you grew up watching – your family in radio, Yes. which came first, the audio engineering or the voiceover work? Actually, both, because I watched them do the audio engineering as well, because in the AM and FM radio business, you also have to be the engineer, so you have to learn to work the soundboards and be able to know when your cues are and multitask on a different level when it comes to facilitating a radio show. And so I was able to see that in the time coming up as a, as a teen. I saw most of it as a teenager, but through my younger years, it would always be my late grandmother saying, hey, turn turn every radio on in the house to this station so that we could give we could give your uncle some ratings. And then I would just <laughs> listen. Yeah. Uh, oh, she oh, Bernie's Green did that. She made sure. No. Now, she didn't have them all turned the volume turned up because it wasn't her cup of tea and music. She liked gospel. Now, only one uncle was doing gospel, and she turned him up every day. But anybody else in radio, okay, I want you to just turn all the radios, turn all the radios on in the house, and then just turn the volume all the way down. I just want to give him some ratings. That was the support system right there that I saw growing up. And then as I grew into teenage years, I, w I was able to see the the ins and outs, the button pressing and the turn the sound, turn this song sound up here and this that, and the third and load commercials. So I used to see all of this um, uh, at prominent Philadelphia radio stations. That's where you're from. Philadelphia. Yes, Philadelphia. Absolutely. OK, mm -hmm. so I was able to see the schematics behind radio and you know did you know that a lot of people on radio the way that they sound is not normally not or not necessarily the way they sound when you're when you see them in person no i didn't know that some if they have like especially the radio hosts back in the day they they had the voice you know, and the power of that voice drew you into your radio. You, It made you want to listen to them every night. It made you want to just draw in. Okay, what time do they come on? Okay, I'm in. I'm locked in. They have a great show. They have a great voice. I like to hear what they have to say every day. They're so enjoyable. They sound so pleasant. Those are the original voiceover artists that you learn to listen to and you take pieces of information, gems, wisdom from. I had my uncles to do that, and one is still doing that. But even in that learning process, you were able to just kind of view it, learn it, 
didn't mean you went to college for it. I went to college for transportation logistics, for crying out loud. Did you? Had nothing to do with radio. North Carolina A&T State University. Hey, shout out to North Carolina a Aggie pride, okay? Wow. But that's not the lane I'm in right now. Interestingly enough, right? That is very interesting. So, okay, you come from a family who are in radio. Right. You found a a love and admiration for radio, mm-hmm. but you decided to pursue a degree in transportation logistics rather than mass communications. Correct. Why is that? Yeah, I know it doesn't doesn't match, does it? Well, because at that time, I had several passions. I had several different things that I wanted to go into. One was architecture. I found myself in high school, in class, every day when I, when I finished work, I would draw a house. I would draw a building. I would draw this. I would draw that. I would draw a structure of some sort. And it'd be really good. People, people gravitated towards that. And, you know, like, you should go into architecture. And then I saw the schematics behind architecture. And I said, mm, maybe maybe that interest is not there. Then I was interested in transportation, like transportation planning. And I, I, so coming from Philadelphia, I grew up public transit. And I had quite a interest and passion in public transit planning. So what did I do? I went into a major that was called transportation logistics. Yeah, well, that didn't that didn't go well as planned either because I lost the passion for it. Yes, it's an interest, but it wasn't the deep passion for it that would make you want to just get up and say, "Hey, I'm going to plan your transit system and I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it this afternoon. I will have that proposal done to you by this afternoon." It would not make me get up and do that. On a, in an instant, in a heartbeat, would stay up late nights to do that. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't have had me do that. But the family business that you grew up listening to and watching ends up being the calling. So four members of the family were in radio. They worked for the radio station. The difference here is this is the next level. It's ownership. And so that's how that evolved. This started way back. Now, the radio station has been up six years. But even going back, it's this, you know, one brand started with YouTube videos. So share with me so so that I'm understanding everything right. This radio station, 102.6, the situation Uh is owned your family owns this radio station. Well, well, I'm I'm the founder. We got one, and, we get, and I also have uh, uh, two other business partners in in uh, Jarvis Jordan and Shanice Evans, who re- we all work as a as a three. We call ourselves three headed monster, like three the the big three, okay. like like uh, James Wade and Bosch, like that. And you know we're keeping everything running but the establishment was like six years ago for this radio station 
So it's been going for a long time from a internet radio standpoint and, you know, bringing them in has really took it to another level and we continue to take it up a notch as well. So, you know, and just creating the platform where, you know, I would be able to have that passion to be not only in the behind the scenes role and learn, but also in the forefront. And it's because of that that people started to gravitate towards me. Now I see what my uncles had been dealing with and my mom had dealt with when she was in radio, that people loved our voice and they gravitated towards us because we, we were very inviting. We welcomed, we welcomed your homes into our lives. And you had a gateway to that. And so when we opened up that gateway, people were very receptive as we were receptive back to them. And that you got to have that power of the voice or else in radio, you don't get the contract. Understood. They don't they don't equate to advertising dollars. If the people are listening. They listen, it equates to advertising dollars. The advertising dollars equates to, hey, more money for the personality because they want to keep you for years and years and years and years, keep renewing your contract. Oh, no, you're strong at this spot. No, we need those advertising dollars. You keep them rolling in. It's because of the power of the voice. Now, I have so many questions yes. uh, regarding that. Now, Feel free. Now, now, one, for our viewers and our listeners who don't know, 102.6 The Situation is located on the historic campus of Morris Brown College here Absolutely. in Atlanta. So this is where we uh, tape from, and yeah, this is this is a yes. really great setup. So when you do have an opportunity, please yeah, come, come on down. Yeah, come on down. So as it relates to getting into the radio business, now mm -hmm. here's here's my first question yes. for you. At what age did your voice change? Because you do have a very distinct, deep voice. And was it always that way? Like once you hit your teenage years or did it develop no, over time? It did not. It was not like that. <laughs> That's so funny. No, it was not like that in the high school years at all. No, it was not. It, this is something that developed as the radio station was developing. D okay, I'll be more specific. 2020, during the pandemic, I made a bold decision, a decision that would change the, the face of the radio station, basically. A slide opened up. Someone left a morning spot open. And I said, okay, well, if anybody's going to do the morning, why not it be me? Now, knowing I'm not a morning person like that, I'm like, oh, okay, what did I get myself into? But okay, I'm going to commit. And the voice actually strengthened from there because reason being, at first, you didn't hear me every day. You just heard me sometimes. 
because you are an audio engineer behind working behind the scenes. Well, the, the, the whole radio station was automated, so I didn't get on live as much. I okay. wasn't on a live radio show all the time. It was just occasions okay. here, there, sparingly, right? Okay. It goes from that to now having me start your day every morning. Now it's like, Ooh, who is this voice in the morning? That Wow, look at that. Like, this is how radio's supposed to be. And then as you get into a routine, a morning routine of listening and listening and listening, now that voice becomes, the voice grows stronger. And then other people listening and like, wow, who is that guy? And then when they meet you, it's just like, wow. You know, it'd be... That explains the power of the voice. The more people hear you, the more people understand that you're so inviting and welcoming. You know, there's so many voice inflections that can happen, right? And at, at, at whatever time that could indicate this or that. But when you're doing it in a fashion that speaks to business sense or radio, it resonates a lot stronger because people are getting to know you by just listening and not the visual aspect. The visual now becomes a bonus. Now, mind you. Are you trying to say your eye candy, Robert? <laughs> you know that <laughs> Oh, she, yes, I am. And I'm going to stand on that. Yeah, yes. you better own that. I'm going to own that and stand on it. Thank you very much for bringing that up. But but no, seriously, even even if I wasn't, still the thing is is that the still the voice is what people gravitate to. They could care less about how you look because they fell in love with the voice. A lot of people when they hear when you hear phone calls, take that for instance, like a voicemail, and this is your first time hearing them on the phone after texting or something of that nature for a long time, and then you finally call, you get that voicemail like, oh, wait a minute, he sounds like this on the phone. Well, wait a minute, let me reconsider some things. Power of the voice. That's an excellent example. Yeah, it is, yeah. because if you. If you heard a Morris Chestnut voice, for instance, on the other end of that phone, right? And then you meet him, it's like, well, he looks okay, but that voice, though, you know, hey, look, let me, maybe I can work on some things. Sometimes the voice has a powerful way of influencing the mind which is so interesting, which is why TV stations, radio stations, people that every commercial has their key voiceover guy. Why do you think Dennis Haysbert, otherwise known as the Allstate guy, is the primary guy for Allstate? Yeah, I didn't know his name was Dennis. I just knew him as the Allstate guy. Yeah, so. yeah, a lot of people don't know that guy. <laughs> A lot, of, a lot of people guy. don't know his name. <laughs> a lot of people a lot of people also say he's the guy from He Got Game. But that's if you didn't see it, you don't know who he is. Yeah. But 
But still, everybody knows that he is the Allstate guy. Why? The power of that voice. And Chappelle joked that it, it, it just makes people feel safe, right? It was just a joke. However, that is the case, though. He wasn't. He wasn't really joking. Because when you have the calm, soothing voice that you feel you feel secure. It's like, okay, yeah. Makes you makes your mindset do 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 different things. Okay. Like, okay. I could I could see this working out. Honestly, the voice. He's been able to He's been able to sell that insurance like it's no tomorrow with those commercials. And we recognize him for that, just like you said. Well, I never knew his real name, but I just know him as the Allstate state guy. You associate this man has a real government name that is shown in every acting gig that he's done. And you don't know his name because that voice has resonated that deep voice has resonated and you know him as the Allstate guy. Yeah. See what I mean? The power of the voice can really do that. It can be very influential in a plethora of situations. So okay. there you go. I, I like that. Mm-hmm. Now, you also... So I, I like the fact that you developed your voice over time. It was not something where you just got on the mic and said, hey, how you doing? I'm be honest with you. I used So I developed a voice. I, I meant to throw this in there. Where I did do regular stuff was in the late night. So okay. the voice developed by doing slow jams, slow oh. jam shows. Okay. At, a, at, at that time of night, and I would just mess around with it. And then it became, okay, now I know what to say. Now I know some ad-libs. Okay, do this, do that, cultivate it. So I cultivated that voice by doing slow jams and getting into a, a you're listening to. You see what I mean? I getting into that. And then it grew. Then you do a morning show and then you have to be upbeat. Hey, how's you doing? Thank you for making the machine a part of your daily morning routine. I, I have to. It, it was a buildup. Okay. So start, start smooth with with the slow jam voice, right? And then you you go here, and then when you do another show, it's like, hey, how's it going? You know, you you still have you still have that voice, mm-hmm. but it's more upbeat. But yeah. they still recognize you. That's the key point about it. Like, there's here's another example of that. When you listen to AMFM radio, there's a there's a voiceover guy that I have been studying for probably a decade or more, and uh, he's on every at least one guaranteed one hip hop, urban, adult, contemporary whatever urban station it is at least one radio station am fm terrestrial radio will have pat garrett pat garrett number one voiceover guy i'm st- 
still in all of his work. I, for starters, for people who are in Atlanta, it's Kiss 104.1, the voiceover guy, that is Pat Garrett. Okay. You hear him once in either once or twice in every single city that has an urban format. Yeah. So WDAS in Philadelphia has Pat Garrett as a voiceover. Baltimore, Baltimore, uh, uh, the R&B station there now uh, has him, but he's also, he's based out of Baltimore, Maryland. So he does the news, WJZ, CBS affiliate channel 13. He does the voiceovers for their newscast and everything else for their whole television station. Now he's not on much television, but he's all over the place every city for radio every single city that i hear him i'm like there's that pat garrett again and i'm like and i just turn the, i find myself turning the radio up so if you ask me if there's an inspiration from a professional voiceover artist it's definitely pat garrett all the way hands down okay i yeah. like that so shout out to pat garrett. yeah pat garrett one of the best voiceover guys um, and I had one, oh, there was one moment years ago where I actually had a phone conversation with this man. And I was so, I was so in awe that I was like, uh, well, I'll get back to you and just froze. So you had an opportunity to meet him. I did over the phone. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that was supposed to be, I wanted him to do voiceovers for our station okay. as an internet radio station. Um, and he generally doesn't do that, but it could have been a great opportunity, mm -hmm. but I froze because I was so in awe of his work. And this is the, yet again, prime example, the same guy that you hear doing the voiceover on that voiceover on the radio everywhere is not the same voice that you hear over the phone. Okay. It's, it's a different kind of umph mm -hmm. that you put in it to sell it. And that's what it is. That's what he does. And I just, that was the first time I had discovered that in any way. So if you have the opportunity again. Oh, I'm not going to freeze. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. What are you going to do? I'm going to give him his flowers. All of them. And do what I can to work with him. Okay. You know, I mean. Everybody has a different signature voice and, you know, it could be, it could be for anything, you know, um, but just being able to just gain some wisdom from him, even if we don't work together, gain some wisdom from him to make myself better. And I think that is the, that's what's going to be the priceless gem of it all. And that's what I would most look forward to. Now, you mentioned a signature voice. What is your signature voice? Um, how you how I'm talking right now, to be honest, um, because now the voice has grown to this point now. So it just turns on whenever. But if I'm on the air, it'll still sound like this. Even if I cut a commercial, it'll still sound like this, depending on what vibe they want. So I could turn it into a a thing of 
welcome to the Blue Scorpion Podcast. Or or I could say, good evening, welcome to the Blue Scorpion Podcast. Or I could say, hey, welcome to the Blue Scorpion Podcast, you know, or, or something of that nature. I could do it various different ways. So there's not really a signature per se. But I will say this. I I almost start to feel like Kyle Barker in some some way, shape or form where, you know, Kyle Barker had that voice. Shout out to T.C. Carson living single. He had you. You tuned in because he had that voice. Definitely had the voice. He was easy. He was easy on the eyes for the ladies, but he had that voice. Mm -hmm. And that voice also stemmed because he's also a jazz artist as well. Oh, didn't know that. So he had developed that voice over time. Mm. And it was duly known for acting and the music. Okay. Similar to a Will Downing what in a Will sense. Will Downing is off. Oh. Power of the voice. Yes. See how you react to Will Downing? Oh, Will Downing. <laughs> yes. See how you react to Will Downing? Yes. That voice. What? Matter of fact, no. You ask me questions. I want to ask you a question. So when you hear the voice of Will Downing, what come? What comes to mind? Do, do you know? Like, is it warm, inviting? Because he's a jazz artist, so smooth jazz. So. What what would you say? You know, there there's a particular song that resonates every time, you know, there's a mention of, of Will Downing. Mm-hmm. So I learned about him as a teenager. Mm-hmm. And him in doing duets with others, yes. just, it's just phenomenal. It is phenomenal. Yeah. Right. Power of the voice yet again. Yeah. So let's let's talk about personality because yeah. you you mentioned that earlier. So it's one thing to have power of the voice, but it's another to also have personality. And you mentioned that it's been a signature of your family to be warm and inviting, mm-hmm. and people gravitate toward that. So Correct. talk about the importance of developing a personality. Because that's what radio professionals are called, personalities. Mm-hmm. So talk about that. Well, the personality of it really, it's not even that complicated, to be honest with you. The personality, you could create a personality or you could just be your own self. I think it's better to just be your own self. But there are people who will create a personality for themselves based on an alter ego or something of that nature but for me specifically it's just being my normal self because I'm outgoing I bring a lot of energy and this is this explains why I've done a morning show for the last three and a half years but um, it's that rich, genuine, organic energy that makes the personality pop. And then when you keep that same level of consistency with that, that's what the that's where the people start to gravitate. 
that's where you get listeners. You you start to get core listeners. You start to get core clientele. Hey, I loved his voice and uh, our company did X amount of dollars with this particular advertisement. So, hey, can he do another one for us? Can he do this? I'll provide the scripting. He'll do this. Hey, this is this is awesome. The people love the people love his voice and and, you know, that's translating to X, Y and Z. That's when you bring your own personality into it. If, if I had a choice to create a personality for myself, like an alias or something of that nature, or create an alias that is strictly myself. I'd rather go with myself because it's the most genuine. I'm not I'm not here on radio or doing voiceovers to bring a representative. If I'm going to br- bring a representative, it's going to be a representation of myself. And that's the best representation. If you're your own best advocate, then why would you want to fake it till you make it? Why would you not want to bring your personality and energy into a situation that could be even more of a blessing to you like why would you want to block that by putting on a whole facade and then acting a different way out in public you see what i mean it does it just doesn't personify the character so i'd rather just be myself and that's how it's really developed so for those who are interested in getting into the radio business yeah. or into voiceover work, mm-hmm. what are some things that you recommend that they do? Radio side. Don't just come in with the mindset that, hey, I'm just going to jump on the radio because it's not that. There's a lot of intricate parts and a lot of multitasking that has to be mastered. There has to be hours of mastery put into the multitasking of radio in order for it to work effectively. And you'll be able to manage all of the controlled chaos that's going on. And it won't be so bad. If I were to put somebody just jump on radio, they're going to be lost. They'll be like, what do I do? Did I do this right? Did I do this? They're going to be so wrapped up tight about doing something right that we don't want them to lack confidence. No, we don't want them to do that. So that's basically where it is. Don't don't think that you're going to come in and say, hey, I want to do this. I want to just jump on. Okay. All right. Sink or swim. If we if we allowed anybody to sink or swim, then that hurts us because we didn't put you in a position to be successful. That makes no sense. So we need to teach you the ins and outs. There's a lot of things you got to know. So don't come in, never come in with the mindset that you're just going to jump on a microphone and this is easy. It is not easy. Not. So what are some other tips that you have for getting into the business on the voiceover work side on the voiceover work side just just bring your own personality bring your own personality to it because the best thing you can do is really bring yourself out and 
the more you do that, the more people trust in your product. So just make sure that you know you don't tr- you don't try anything off the wall or anything like that. Stick to what you know. If your personality is what you got to stick to, stick to it, please. And stand on it. Because if you're not confident in your voice, then how do you expect for others to be confident in your voice if it's supposed to be so strong? If it's supposed to have such power, you're diminishing that electric, that spark. You're diminishing that spark. You don't want to diminish that spark by you know, bringing something else to it or trying to do something off the wall that's not you. Keep your personality, stay within your personality. Okay. Well, that's that's really good advice. Yes. Yeah. So as you know, because you have <laughs> been with us for quite some time. time. I know what time it is. <laughs> yeah, I know what time yes, it is. Yes, for our, our last episode of the season, we have oh, to yeah. talk about how for the third year we ended up here at 102.6 the situation i'll let you start it off oh it's it's story time (laughs) it's story time so it is story time (laughs) so the story is so you came up here for you and your son came up here for the ronald floyd thomas esports center grand opening it was like a it was like a a grand tournament and what have you uh we were it's it definitely wasn't that grand opening definitely wasn't what it is now uh that was it's a whole revamp now but you know you just gotta see it it's at morris brown college by the way anyway um that opening came and I, I basically ran into you and said, you know what? Have you seen the radio station yet? No, I haven't. And I was like, you know, well, hey, you know, you should come on in. When you get some time, come on in. Now, what made you approach me? There were several parents there. What made you approach me? You were the parent that was interested in what I had to say. <laughs> so, why not? Okay. You were actually attentive. Everybody else it was like, and I'll come in later. Ah, People were more into, you know, and, and what parent wouldn't, you yeah. know what I mean? It's esports, yeah. you know? So they were in more involved with those festivities. Now, we did have a couple of other people come in, but that was while we were already sitting literally in these seats. Yeah. Literally these seats yeah. right here. Yeah. And we were having a conversation about you know just what what it could be if you did a podcast here yeah and then i showed i i changed the lights and to all blue like they are now I know, you just rolled yeah, out the red carpet. yeah rolled out the whole carpet i sure <laughs> did yep and the conversation continued to get stronger and stronger and stronger yeah. and then on top of that, not only did that conversation get stronger and stronger and stronger, but as we got to know each other and what we did and how everything worked, I invited you 
back to come on my morning show, The Morning Machine. Um, and you were a guest that day, and we talked about Blue Scorpion, just like you have me as a guest yeah. now. So I love how this is a full circle moment, too. True. So So now you're you're here and you now we're doing this live show and you're talking about blue scorpion reputation management and how great it is and what's going on and then you also had the you also had a vast interest and passion for agriculture and so we we you know we brought we brought in our uh our farmer wayne for the uh for the segment for the farmer friday segment and the interaction and it was just uh it was just so phenomenal that day and you know you you came ready too you were just like yeah yeah you you just yeah you you did what you do every week here you were just ready you 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 don't have to get re- you stay ready so you don't have to get ready that i can say and so that went that went great and then after that there continued to be the conversation when you were ready to start and get into a new season. And then we got the ball rolling. And then you started with guess who? None other than Coach E, Eric Thomas, Pharaoh's Conclave, uh, from the Ronald Floyd Thomas Esports Center. And you talked, you guys talked about that. And then it's been client after client after guest after guest after guest after guest that have that have been here and just so many things have happened since then and we have built our conversation and then in march for my birthday came the voiceover start and then because i had been doing it but it wasn't established okay so this time march happy birthday to me it finally got started, and now we're here. I love it. This How about that for story time? Huh? Yeah. And you've been super successful at that, too. That's part of the story. As part of the journey. You've been doing such phenomenal work, and every every person that's come in here has been of major impact on a very high level. And so I look forward to engineering this podcast every day even though i'm engineering my own show my own show here today <laughs> but it's all good uh but still you're doing a great job well thanks <laughs> dual duty is fine but still you know the the level of guests that you've had come through here and nothing short of amazing and you know at first i was like okay well maybe you're going to be talking the whole time after coach e no, you brought guest after guest after guest after guest that have come through here, and yeah, they have been absolutely just amazing. And I want to, I want to thank you here, even though we're you know on this podcast. Yes, yes, I want to thank you because you know you've you've brought a a number, a plethora of high level uh, business clientele here that have actually seen the station and really, you know, it's, it's helped us to progress. It helped make us better as well. So oh, we, wonderful. we thank you as well. Oh, absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. I have thoroughly enjoyed the 
experience from yes years one and two for those who've followed us from the very beginning yeah. from my computer screen in my office yeah the virtual days <laughs> yeah the virtual those days. those pan those pandemic days yes yep. and that is actually what launched this facebook live this podcast yes. it was it was the pandemic and just us wanting to be able to make an impact during that time mm-hmm. and the progression from being virtual to now having a place that we can call home yes it was time it. for you to have a studio you you even even in the even in the uh before you even came to the studio you still had a high level of doing things oh, yeah. no matter no matter what and now having a studio home is even better because now you can instead of people seeing your wall or your background now they can see whoa wait even it's even blue in here like really yeah Yeah, that sort of thing and somebody else is able to do it for you and it's just absolutely amazing and thank we thank you once again yeah the 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 partnership has been just absolutely amazing so i have to ask you over this season of having these prominent people in and out and interviewing them right which was the most memorable for you oh do i gotta pick one (laughs) do i have to pick one because i really want to i really want to say all of them um because everybody had a different story but that's that's a blanket answer because they all have been very impactful um but the one that stuck out for me had to be and it's a recent one all of your guests have been phenomenal but nerdy boy studios has stood out to me and i say and i say that uh lionel and i say that for a reason because he created games that will make a lasting impact and change the mindsets. It will shift a paradigm in our community as we build new pillars and new generations through video games, through gaming. I haven't seen that. Yeah. It's it's an amazing story, right? I have not seen that. Yeah. And it was levels in which he did it. Yeah. In which he's going to release them. In which he he has a plan to change the narrative, the 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 narrative of African American culture. People have a a deep perception of what African American culture is and where the gen next generation is going. But what he's doing is meeting the youth where they are through gaming. Yeah, it's phenomenal. But also in the same token, he's teaching. There's some things that you have to unlearn and relearn. What he has developed is going to change that narrative. For the better. 
And it's a strong statement to make, especially as it pertains to gaming. It's going to resonate. It's going to make some things happen. That See, the fact that I'm still talking about it now and can really detail it, that would be one of your uh, iconic episodes, and this just happened recently. Yeah, I really did. This is that's just for me. All of your all of your guests have been absolutely phenomenal, beyond beyond question. But there was something about Lionel that just stood out amongst everybody. And for those who are watching and listening, yeah. please check out the episode with Lionel Alexander of Nerdy Bear Studios. Uh, the topic is minority representation in indie gaming. Yeah. So be sure to check that episode Absolutely. out. Very impactful. Mm-hmm. Yes. So talking about impact, you really have taken a, a leap, I would say a, a leap of faith recently mm. to transition from being an employee to having your own business through vision green yes so Mm -hmm. talk about vision green so vision green is a um is not just voiceovers vision green is just a conglomerate of services just packed into one where it includes not just voiceovers but um graphics and what have you um even even a class that teaches organic radio interviewing similar to what you're doing so you wouldn't need that class but what i'm saying is you know it teaches that class for new podcasters new radio hosts new media hosts uh virtual or in person doesn't matter but it also includes a class through thinkific.com that offers that and it's a seven-week course that would allow me to go into the deep details of how you would conduct this in a radio interview how would you conduct this in a media interview what's the what is the etiquette what is this what is that i also teach something called the love effect love is an acronym you know the act of listening the observations the um the visualization and the energy that's brought so it's called the love effect and i go through each intricate part of that when it comes to organic radio interviewing i have that was also something that was built up over time i wasn't always the best interviewer but repetition made it stronger to where okay i'll ask you this but don't ask anything personal and it can still be a phenomenal interview you can get the story out of a person rather than you having to force the story out of somebody that now that is important yes yeah how is everything going on thinkific please uh promote yes the the course yeah absolutely organic radio interviewing 101 is what it's called and like i said seven week course that goes over uh what i just said the love effect and uh just some intricate parts on how to get the organics so that way you can have a when you have a new podcast or you have a new radio show or you have new you're a new media host you can just jump out right out the gates and people yet again the invite the inviting in you'll have celebrities saying hey i don't know who that is but i like her 
or I like him. He needs to come back. If I'm doing another event with you, he needs to come back. They start requesting you. And so that comes from being organic in your radio interviewing. So, yeah, seven-week course. Um, the seven-week course is $50 a week, $350. And, uh, you know, it, may, it could be virtual or in-person if you're in the Atlanta area. Uh, you could come right here to Morris Brown College and sit in this room. And we would go over things like past radio interviews or my, we would do mock interviews to with different kind of energies to see you know, what would you do in this particular setting? How would you shift the paradigm of the energy in the room if this happens? Okay, what do you do in this situation? You know, what do you not touch on genuinely out of respect? Those sort of things. And so, yes, yeah, seven-week course, once a week, uh, one hour, yeah, not taking up too much of the time. Uh, you could go to uh, thinkific.com. Coming soon, there will, there will be a Vision Green website as well that will have all of that on there But uh, where you can go there. But um, if you look up organic radio interviewing, um, you could just type that into the thinkific.com. Once again, thinkific, T-H-I-N-K-I-F-I-C.com. And uh, you can search that or search Vision Green and, well, Vision Green University. That's what it's called. Uh, so you can search that and it will come up. It's the only course there. So be easy to sign up. I would imagine that the course would be quite popular because people, and I'm sure you get this all the time, there are so many people who want to have a platform to share Right. their voice going back to the power mm -hmm. of the voice and the popularity of podcasting allows them to do that absolutely share the the number of times that people come come to you asking about podcasting and what tips can you offer for people who are interested in starting their own platform so plethora of people come to me about podcasts sure. matter of fact student came the other night uh, as a matter of fact to uh, be being in, becoming interested in doing a podcast, and so you know, uh, that happens on the daily, and they think about it after a while, and it's like, you know what, I'm rethinking this podcast thing because people have been asking me about it. I told you, it's kind of like that. Okay. But as far as going into podcasting, this is actually how the radio station got got kind of started it went from youtube videos to podcasting on blogtalkradio.com and then I, I i started to master that and then it became a 24-hour radio station so that's that's the involvement of that so when i was podcasting get all your nervous energy out on the first couple of don't don't try to schedule a guest Unless you're confident in your abilities, do not try to schedule a guest on your first show. Unless you know them, they're like family and you can talk to them easily and you can you won't feel nervous around them. Bring a guest, bring a guest in, like a family member, something like that, that you will not be nervous around, that you can practice with. Okay. You see what I mean? 
even if that's your real episode. Your first one, you won't be as nervous. You'll be able to, because they're family. I talk to you all the time. That's the best advice there. But if you don't have a guest, just kind of spend that first episode talking about what the vision is for your podcast. What's your passion for this podcast? What is your history? Allow the listener to get to know you on the first one. If you don't have a guest. If you do have a guest, yeah, fine. Do do what you do. But don't get a high-level guest on your first one unless you've done this before. Don't try to go out and get that big celebrity because you're going to be nervous on your first one. If you haven't did it before, do not try to go. A lot of people say go for the gusto. Don't do it. Don't do it. That's your advice. Don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. Don't dive in like that. Please make it gradual because then you'll find it to be more organic. And it takes training to get to that point. Yes. I had to work my way up to that point. What built, what I think did it for me was that in my blog talk radio days, I was able to have a a serious one-on-one conversation with not the artist Rick Ross, the original Rick Ross, Freeway Ricky Ross, who had a book out at the time. And I did all my research. I said, no, no, I'm not going to be looking crazy with Mm -hmm. this man. Even if it is a phone interview, I'm not going to be looking crazy with this man. So I did all my research. I got the bio. I started asking questions out out of the bio and then go to the book. And whatever the, how I learned was whatever he brought up in conversation, I would ask a question about it because if he brought it up, obviously he's comfortable in talking about it. So if I have a question, I'll ask about it but not too controversial. I know my lane. I know my boundaries. Boundaries are very important in these interviews. Boundaries. If you don't know those boundaries, you got to do research. I like that you said that. Or just stick to the bio. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't, you're going to find yourself in an uneasy situation. Your guest never comes back to you again. And talks bad about you afterward. Yes. <laughs> you become you become that story of, have you ever had a, uh, a time where you, oh, yeah, I was at such and such, and, man, they just completely bombed the interview. Nah, nah, nah. That's, you do not want to be that story. Yeah, that's Don't journalism. be that person. Yeah, that's journalism one-on-one. Don't become the story. Woo! Yeah. Talk about it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, closing out our conversation, why does it matter that people have their voice to be heard? Why is it important to have a powerful voice and to have a platform to share it? What I would say to that is the, the most important thing, why it's important, is because especially when it comes to business. In a business sense, every brand has a voiceover when they do commercials because it's not just, you have to do things to sell the product A. Product has to sell. 
if you have a voice that's going to be a spokesperson for your product that's inviting or whatever vision they're looking for, hmm, it's not going to do well. Just being honest, it's not going to do well. So the importance of that is so so that way people can have something to go to. Now, I say that because, as we alluded to earlier, you didn't know that guy's name from a can of paint, but you knew him as the Allstate guy. You knew that you knew and recognized that voice. And when he appeared in the commercials, the TV commercials, you saw the face, but you never knew that man's name. Very true. But that also associates with branding as well. You know him as the Allstate guy. Hey, how many... How many people say that and then have actually acted on buying policies just because? Yeah. Just because. I can imagine he has sold a lot of policies because of his voice. Yeah. And guess what? That company is able to pay him the contract to keep those advertisements flowing. Yeah. That's why you that's why you hear. It also takes a lot of responsibility away from hosts. Voiceovers read sponsors. That way the host doesn't have to. It sometimes it makes other people's the voiceover work also makes other people's jobs easier. Okay. And in this sense you're speaking of uh events. Events, okay. right, like award shows. Okay. Is that that's something that we hadn't touched on at all, another avenue where the power of voice yes. is really important. Correct. Yeah. yeah. We, it, it makes their job so much easier yeah. in a sense. Usually you'll see a lot of events where the host will, all right, well, this is the sponsor here. No, I'm, I'm sitting in the back ready to say sponsored by craft and also sponsored by jet magazine. You know, there's something like that. Somebody could say that it could be pre-recorded or it can be live. Prime example, MC Light. Back yes. in the day, she has now got into voiceover work. But where do they hire her? They hire her for her lane, hip-hop stuff. Mm -hmm. She is the primary voiceover for the BET Hip-Hop Awards. Yes. And that's a live voiceover. She will read the sponsors. It's her job to read the sponsors and everything like that so that the host does not have to worry about that. So there are so many things where the power of voice just comes into play. And But the most thing about it is the personality of the voice. If you're inviting, that brand's going to If you're inviting, the brand's going to be inviting to you. That goes for anything. So that, my friends out there in Blue Scorpion Land. Yeah, I have to say Blue Scorpion Land because uh, <laughs> you have an international audience. So, ah. um, so everybody out there in Blue Scorpion Land, that is the power of the voice. Well, you know, we would not have had an international audience that continues to grow without having you on the team. Well, so I definitely so want much. to publicly give you your flowers for oh, one allowing us to come into this space and occupy the space for a week 
just about the entire year. It yes. really has elevated our brand. We do get a number of compliments for for being here in in your space, and the production oh, value yes. uh, has increased. So we're we're very awesome. appreciative. Well, thank and you. and I'll say this: our relationship has definitely grown. Yes. As as a result of the weekly presence that we've had, mm-hmm. where you know you have gone from just being our audio engineer to a much more important role yes, within the organization. Absolutely. So we're we're very grateful for that. Thank and you. in saying that, I will plug that yep. we are going to be rolling out a, a new service where we oh, are. Is that my cue to go back there? <laughs> because you're doing double duty yes <laughs> no, i guess no. that that might be my cue no, no. Not, not your cue yet <laughs> because people need to see your your face yeah we will be produced <laughs> i gotta give it to him give it to him hey <laughs> well we'll be producing commercials and endorsements absolutely in 2023 and i'm, I'm yes. super excited about that because what business could could not use advertising. Exactly. Yeah, right. every every business needs to be seen and heard. And this is the man that is going to help us take our business to the next level absolutely. and make it happen. Yeah, absolutely. So we're super and I'm excited. proud of it. I'm super excited, ready to get the ball rolling. You know how we do. Yes. 2023 is going to be a big one. You ready? Yeah, I know. I'm ready. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Let's do it. Absolutely. Yes. Well, Rob, I want to thank you so much for joining us this evening. Yes. And, well, you were going to join us anyway. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> I join I join every week. I right. just so happen to be doing double duty tonight. But it's okay. Yes, exactly. absolutely. <laughs> but thank you for being our guest this evening where you're able to step from behind the camera yes. so that people can see you. Yes. Um, because throughout the year, you know, in us having these conversations and we make reference to, oh, Rob's back there laughing. Or, oh, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it'd be me right back here. Yeah, yeah. I'm cutting yeah. up, but it's okay. But, you know, but it's the fun. It's the fun of being able to be in the presence that's that's the most of it all and you know that lets you know when you have a fun environment things go so much smoother that is yet again why you got to bring your own personality whoever that is be you unapologetically you and that the authenticity is everything yeah I, i love it and with that being said, now I, I'm going to go back there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we so. want to thank you, Rob. <laughs> thank you. Yes. So as we get ready to close out this last episode, please visit us online, Blue Scorpion Reputation Management. And for those who are interested in commercials and endorsements, please feel free to reach out to us. Our contact information is located on our website. So that will do it for 2023. The year flew by. Time flies when you're having fun. So my hope is that everyone has a happy and safe holiday season. And we will see you in January 2023 with season four and a whole new slew of guests. Have a good night. 